0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, everybody. You're listening to the Inside Connection, coming to you live from Los Angeles. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and I'm here with Christina Martin. Welcome to the show, Christina.
0: Thank you for having me once again, yet again. I'm excited to be here tonight. we got a good topic.
1: Always good to see you. Always good mm-hmm. to have a conversation. So nice to be back after that little break that little Mm -hmm. spring break that we had, Mm. I was looking at the, um, I was looking at the present position of the planets, you know, as I always do since it's my homepage and, um, and thinking about how the first four planets are Aries, Taurus, Aries, Taurus. Mm. I kind of like that. And I felt like the moon sort of initiated a, a pull into the deeper part of spring because Taurus is coming. Right, we're only five days away from hmm. Taurus. Aries is almost over, and the we had the new moon in uh, in Aries, which was lovely. For that, we didn't mm-hmm. do a show about that, but we mentioned it and mm-hmm. being able to find individuality and power and. Presence in the world, and then the moon went into Taurus. And if you've seen the moon at all in the last couple of nights, it's a lovely crescent. You know, sets right after the sun. But while it's still in Taurus, Venus has moved into Taurus, Uh,
0: and so
1: I like I like thinking of that as escorting. The way like uh the moon escorted Venus into Taurus, right? It like it was the warm up act and Venus and Taurus sure. is so lovely we had to have a show about Venus and Taurus because she's just astoundingly beautiful
0: oh my and,
1: gosh and, and all that that represents I think spiritually
0: mm, I love that yeah exactly I mean the moon is that shadowy just like a whisper of Taurus and now we're getting into the full form of Venus and Taurus and the beauty and um Uh, appreciation of beauty and the acknowledgement of how lovely things can be in our lives and in our world.
1: Yeah, I think so. I mean, nature is certainly an expression of Venus and Taurus, Mm -hmm. tangible, color, sound, bird sounds, colors, the taste, feeling, feeling, you know, like the Tactile sensation of being at the beach, or getting in the ocean, or climbing on a trail and feeling a rock wall, or hugging a tree. Uh-huh. You know, the the smell of flowers when you get smells and smells uh-huh. in the woods, or the smell of the ocean, or the smell of dried leaves, uh-huh. uh, or the smell of new leaves. You know, and 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 all of that is very Taurus because it's very tactile and it's very sensory. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, I think that nature is an amazing expression of that. Certainly for color, animals, flowers,
0: flowers, yeah, flowers, and oh, pink skies, totally.
1: Even our planets, our planets are a tremendous array of color. You know, when Mm -hmm. we get up close and we see them when we even you know well we did see several of them from from even before we even had telescopes and we knew that mars was red because mm-hmm. you can see it it's it's mm-hmm. sort of an orange red color and so it doesn't look like venus it doesn't look bright mm-hmm. white yeah.
0: mm-hmm. our little star
1: yeah have you ever seen that incredible hexagon that's spinning on the north pole of saturn
0: Oh gosh, no, I have not Really?
1: Oh my god, I'm going to show you that and For our viewers, you're going to hear Christina Martin gasp um, <laughs> Yeah, no Northern, it's really amazing Northern hexagon You're not going to believe it This hexagon. has been spinning On the north surface of Saturn For millennia That, there's a perfect <gasps> Hexagon spinning what? on the surface of yeah, isn't that cool
0: Wow. So, and it's
1: blue. <laughs> I think that's also why it came to my attention because yeah. in 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 photographs it's it's blue. And um it's actually a really intense thing that was discovered, you know, not not long ago really in the last 20 years or so. And on the top surface of Saturn, there's a storm on the north pole of Saturn. There's a storm mm that's spinning in a perfect hexagon, which, of course, is a six-sided shape, which is exactly the shape of a cut diamond or a, or a piece of coal, right? C6, right? Carbon oh, 6. Gosh.
0: Uh-huh. So,
1: this, and it's blue, <laughs> and it's on the top surface of Saturn. I always thought that's hysterical, you know? But we flew by Pluto a couple of years ago, and we saw that the whole planet was sort of like a beautiful brick color, Wow. Right. There was like a beautiful yeah. brick color. And then as we flew by it, we saw that it had a heart that there was a heart yes. shape on that's the surface right. of Pluto in bright white ice. That's set, right. on, set on reddish stone. So oh, gosh. Right? Just appreciation
0: the, of this. Wow. That's I mean, Venus this. and
1: Taurus. That's Venus and Taurus. And
0: <sighs> and her handiwork
1: form. in Saturn's rings. And Saturn's rings and the bands of Jupiter and the beautiful color of Mars and the beautiful, astounding color of Neptune, which mm-hmm. is like a great Neptune is a dark, dark blue, and Uranus is like an emerald green. Mm.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah. I didn't know Uranus oh, well. is emerald green either. Wow, the colors
1: yeah. Uranus is oh, maybe a little paler than emerald, but it's it's not blue. It's a greenish, no. yeah, it's a lovely greenish, um, yeah, not blue, oh, green, yeah, green. and Neptune is very blue. Neptune is like so blue, it's astoundingly beautiful blue, like like what we call royal blue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, nature and, and the planets are a part of our... Um, exploration of beauty tonight certainly I think I see beauty in the astrological signs this, they represent really refined and beautiful images that are sort of iconic and bring about ancient images for us that are that are you know quite beautiful but uh, you, when you you're in that H? Venus it, when you're in a Venus in Taurus space everything seems very beautiful
0: <laughs> I mean especially nature just in in something that we don't even create really it's outside of us and it's still so gorgeous
1: yeah. Venus and Taurus working through human beings, though, creates refined beauty, right? Like we Mm -hmm. can take an unrefined crystal and cut it and turn it into a diamond or an emerald, right? Mm -hmm. We can take a sheet of paper and draw art on it. We can take a block of marble and carve it into a sculpture. Mm -hmm. Um, We can can craft a a human haircut, you know, like, and otherwise, (laughs) right, you know, well, you know, from... Right, what what men look like if you just sit them out on an island and let it rain on them for a year, like when you go and you pick them right. up, they don't really look so good. No, nope. so, no, nope. no, unrefined, yeah. scraggly, yeah, <laughs> scrappy. Yeah. It's like curating yeah. a garden. You know, when you walk into a curated garden and how beautiful mm. that is.
0: Mm-hmm. The color schemes, the the trimming, the the edges cured. I'm I'm interested too in how do people with Venus in Taurus love you know that's part of it too is Venus in Taurus is loving in a very um, sensory sensual manner I think um, being very like giving I think value is a big part of Venus and Taurus people with Venus and Taurus have um, uh, perhaps see the value in others and that as an act of love. I'm
1: just looking through. They're they're great gift givers.
0: I'm sure. The ability they, to they give they can
1: they can figure out on a you know on a very tangible level what it is that other people want and need. I was looking at some people here that have um um Venus and Taurus, Johnny Depp, and but Princess Di also. She's a Cancer with, uh, yeah, that's a with good Venus one. and Taurus. Yeah, very beautiful, very sensitive, Cancerian person, right? If mm-hmm. you have Venus in Taurus in your chart, then basically you have to be uh, mostly an Aries, a Taurus, and a Gemini. But on the mm. outside, and rarer occasions, you could be a Cancer or a Pisces. Mm. Oh man. Right. But most people that have Venus and Taurus are going to be Aries, Taurus themselves, or Gemini's. Yes. Like Johnny Depp is a uh, is a Gemini.
0: Is a Gemini, right? Leonardo okay. da Vinci. Okay.
1: So sweet.
0: Mm. Oh, yeah.
1: We there we go. Vinci. It's like art. You know, I saw also here Prince and Bono from YouTube. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Um The creation, the Vinci is a Taurus film. with Venus and Taurus. Prince is a Gemini with Venus and Taurus. Prince William Cancer with Venus and Taurus, like his mother.
0: Oh, interesting. A repeat. A
1: repeat. Mm-hmm. He looks like her, too. You know, you can it does. see it in There's his a face. There's a
0: softness. Yeah. Yeah. Softness or a,
1: a sensitivity. Marlon Brando. Here's the Aries Taurus version. Oh. Marlon Brando is the Aries with Venus and Taurus. It brings about good looks and, but the Aries mm. gives that masculine strength.
0: But it's like a, like a refined masculine. It's still strength.
1: Absolutely. But most Aries jaw. men are pretty strong. Yeah. Most Aries men are pretty strong. The warrior energy. Taurus, Taurus. Charlie Chaplin, Aries, Taurus. (laughs)
0: Hmm.
1: A nice collection of people. I see Salvador Dali is also here, the artist. Um,
0: Taurus, Taurus. Spanish artist,
1: Dali. Yeah. Yeah. Also Venus and Taurus.
0: Yeah, he's an interesting one if you think about, like, his art and the form that he created with his art, the the mm-hmm. liquidity or the fluidity.
1: Great word. Great word. Of yep.
0: the form of colors and uh, concepts of reality, you know. I
1: probably don't. Just was looking. It looks a little bit more like uh, an eleventh house sun, eleventh house Taurus with Venus and Taurus, Salvador so Dali,
0: futuristic and mm-hmm. progressive, eclectic mm-hmm. person. Absolutely. Yeah, with
1: with Pluto, with Pluto in Gemini and Neptune in Cancer, both in the twelfth house. So there's that. You know, depth and like immersion into Neptune in the twelfth house is Mm -hmm. you know very otherworldly and mystical. Yeah, like you don't really have to be doing drugs to be having a drug related (laughs) experience.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I mean honestly, sometimes if you look at his his art long enough, it feels like you're on drugs.
1: I love it. it. I love his art. Me too.
0: Yeah, Mm -hmm. I do too. It's just gorgeous and thought provoking and. You can almost feel it, you know.
1: Daniel J. Lewis, there's another really good actor. Mm -hmm. Very nice. Yeah, Yeah. I think that people who have it are exemplifying this uh, expression of beauty. And we talked a little bit about you and I before the show started about ethics and the way that Taurus is Mm. connected with like good behavior um, Mm -hmm. and knowing Mm -hmm. the difference between right and wrong. Mm We always always talk to people about that, about, you know, money, which Taurus rules money, actual Mm -hmm. physical money, um, is generally something that could be used for good. We could use money Mm -hmm. for good to make other people happy, to um you know protect each other etc was talking with somebody about amici do you know ama the the hugging guru she comes around and hugs people she comes to los angeles about once a year but obviously hasn't since COVID started and Mm. i remember when ama spoke at the united nations Mm. she said that there were two kinds of poverty that there was the poverty of food, clothing, and shelter, mm-hmm. and people who had none of that were poor. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then there was a the poverty of love and compassion. Mm-hmm. And if we fixed the second one, there would be no first one.
0: <gasps>
1: wow. Yeah. That's powerful
0: words.
1: Well, that's Venus yes. and Taurus, right? That's that. That's that. If you go deep enough into love and ethics, you're going to come up against charity. Yeah. You're going to come up against a char, you know, some some kind of charitable spirit, and channel that as a part of uh, what it means to be loving.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, giving and and sharing. Being selfless. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of value in that. Um, the ultimate value. I mean, that's what most religions are around is that helping.
1: That even though there are less fortunate people and even though they may not be in our family, that doesn't mean that we can't take care of them.
0: Sure. They're in the human family. so.
1: Correct. And people have a very hard time seeing that.
0: The human family.
1: People have yes. a hard time seeing that. I mean, you have Venus and Cancer, I think, in the ninth house. So that's like yeah. an all embracing, you know, spiritual mother, really understanding that, you know, God is God is nurturing, God is kind, God is protective. Yeah. But it's our it's our responsibility to embrace that.
0: Sure. Embody it. Yeah, otherwise you have somebody who's closed off and, uh, you know, rigid-minded and scared and all the things that harm our world and others rather than help and show beauty.
1: Great. Did you see this thing yesterday about the guy who has this credit card processing company? And he, six years ago, six years ago, he announced that the minimum salary for anyone working at his company would be $75,000. And some people who were just working as like phone agents, you know, making 35, he like doubled their salary. Oh. And anybody who was below seventy five went straight up to seventy five, and then other <gasps> people, right? And the guy was accused of being a socialist, and that all his p- employees were going to be on unemployment, and blah 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 blah, right? Uh-huh. So of course he was maligned by the by the business sector, right? Of and um, and and a certain political part of our country. And anyway, it's been six years, and his memes now are all over the internet because um, he he has revealed statistically what happened to his company. It's expanded from processing one billion dollars a year to ten billion in six years. In six years, his company has processed from one billion dollars a year to ten billion. Right. And his employees universally had children, bought houses, went back to school, like improved their lives. Right. Of course. He he doesn't have people that quit. Mm -hmm. And and he has like this really incredible working company and he's richer than ever. You know, like he's, he's yeah. richer than ever. He's the first one to of be course. like, yeah, yeah, they made me richer than ever, but they made me richer than ever because I made them rich, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Fascinating case study, because we really don't have a lot of examples or, or instances in human history where that's been the case where we've like overwhelmingly um, gone the other direction instead of supporting people. The- yeah, doing the minimum. we've done the most or, you know, yeah. a lot more than what's expected. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Which may be, I mean, I personally think that might be a little bit of the trend. We may start seeing more of that, especially in these success stories and all this, you know, our Aquarian age and the community, the collective unity of everybody. Yeah. Coming together, helping each other out.
1: This is a, a Venus and Taurus story. You know, uh
0: huh. Love and
1: money and values and ethics. Security. You know, combined with love. Yes. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, it's all of it. Everybody, it. Everybody that's listening is that it's it's all of it. Venus and Taurus is this human striving for something beautiful and something beautiful can be other people being happy Mm -hmm. and other people being happy can be something beautiful for, for you to be able to see. Sometimes I think people are threatened by that. Sure. Sometimes I think people are threatened by seeing other people be happy and they don't realize that they could be happy
0: and it you know, there's always, like there's, lessons, right, there's,
1: there's a you know there's like maybe like two kinds of people who might go to the park and see a couple holding hands. the mm-hmm. one person could feel bitter because it's something that they don't have, and the other person uh-huh. could be made happy by seeing it yes can be made can be made happy by witnessing it, even if it's say two single people or two people who are in an unhappy marriage even they hey. they the consistent, you know, like, uh, yeah. let's say circumstances that you, we can still have opposing reactions to that based on what's going on inside of us. And I think Venus and Taurus says, no, the, the thing to do is love, 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 and love beauty when you see it love. love. Oh yeah. You know, of
0: course. Yeah. Of course, because even because then, I mean, I I found myself thinking that too, like the uh, happy that that exists in the world, happy that there are two people that are in love walking in a park. How how nice is that? That's a possibility that you could get to one day or even if not, those two people are happy. They're probably happy at home or happy at their job or happy walking through the grocery store aisles.
1: Exactly. Life is difficult and mm-hmm. yet it's beautiful, mm-hmm. right? It brings us simple joys if we'll mm-hmm. focus on them yeah. and, and we should revel in witnessing it. Even if it's not a part of our own experience, witnessing it is a part of our experience. Sure. I used to love, I used to love to walk down 47th street in Manhattan Mm. that's the diamond district. Oh, it's, it's, and it's big. It's in Midtown, you know, like you've got 50, 60 story buildings. It's a cavern. Mm. And yet when you walk down the street, it is bustling with jewelers and, oh. you know, people who are selling um selling jewelry and stuff, but every window that you look in is just fascinating. And I can't buy any of that, you know, it's not something that I necessarily can buy, but I always could appreciate it. I even like going in and looking at like gem collections in museums, like museum mm. of natural history, where they'll have gems or they have them in the Smithsonian simply because they're beautiful. They make me smile. Um, yeah. So yes. it it, yes. it doesn't have to be ours, you know, Um right. I have lots of little crystals all around me right now, you know, and they're very simple, but they're very beautiful. Like, you know, just little oh, things yeah. that are all, all around me, all around my office that to me represent beauty. You know, it's nice mm-hmm. to feel that something is beautiful, right? Mm-hmm. It brings every time you look at something and you think that it's beautiful, you feel a little bit good about the world.
0: Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm thinking about like, you know, it's finding a really good gift for somebody that that you care about or that you love that, you know, they'll like, like the pure joy that that can bring seeing them open it and be happy. It, you know, it has nothing to do with you or, you know, you getting anything it's the giving and it's their joy that you can like feel it. I mean, if you're, If you're happy to give it.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're sensitive enough to receive it. If you're sensitive enough to receive their happiness.
0: Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Venus and Taurus, the antidote to cynicism.
0: (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yes. Find
1: something beautiful. Find Be something happy about it. I bet you you can just see it just by looking around the room where you are right now. Yes. Look in the mirror. Find something beautiful. There you beautiful. go.
0: There you go.
1: Great. Yeah. Powerful.
0: Hmm. Yeah, and brings us brings us some um, wider perspective, a more optimistic perspective of the world.
1: Yeah. I like this conversation. I think that it makes me feel calm. Mm. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel calm, but it connects me it connects me actually at a really tangible level to an appreciation of beauty. I remember going and seeing um Titna Han. He's a oh, yes. Buddhist monk. And he gave a big talk in New York City a long time ago and it was at like the symphony hall the lincoln center uh-huh. and he filled he filled lincoln center with people and uh-huh. his opening statements were um to a blind person right? to a blind person
0: uh-huh.
1: the world around them is not what it is that we see and if you could take one minute, even one second to imagine what that would be like uh-huh. to not be able to see color or to be able to see the things that we see with the beautiful gift of our eyes, mm. that then you would realize what a miracle it is that you're actually immersed in. The, the, the <laughs> God's, grace, God's grace embedded you in a miracle of beauty. And how would you describe that to the blind person? How could you even begin to tell a blind person what it's like to see oh, things, what the world sure. looks like? Right, you know, it's a miracle. How lucky and that's Venus we are! And Taurus. Yeah, that's Venus and Taurus. It's a gift of all of that beauty.
0: A gift of beauty. I know beauty is a gift; it truly is. We're so lucky. Yeah, you doing good. Me thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking about like, like blind people and what they, what their definition of beauty is.
1: Well, I mean, fortunately, they can hear. Right. Right. And then it's beautiful to hear someone say, I love you.
0: Mm -hmm. And,
1: you know, and it's beautiful to hear the birds and to hear crashing waves and to classical music, hear children laughing. And right. Yeah. So they have they they have that experience as well, which which, of course, they're very fortunate to have. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's beauty on on so many different levels.
0: Right, Well, with all the senses.
1: Yeah, exactly. And that's Taurus. Yes. So everybody needs to go out and they need to immerse themselves in some beauty, whatever it is that you want, whether you're going to go out and have a big chicken parm dinner and a glass of red wine, <laughs> whether you like your cup of coffee with a little bit of whipped cream on top, oh. or whether you just want to sit and drink chamomile tea and listen to your favorite symphony on the stereo. I hope that your week is filled with beauty. I'm Dr. Craig Martin here with Christina Martin. Once again, I hope you guys have an amazing week, and we'll be here next Wednesday, p.m. Pacific. Have a great night.
0: Thank you all for listening. Good night.